0: My God, I feel like I haven't seen you all for like 15 years. <laughs> 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 oh wow. This is this is Chelsea, everyone. Hello. She's gonna be, our, she's gonna be <laughs> our guest for today. Um we're gonna wait for about five minutes and then um Chelsea's gonna introduce herself and share the screen and we're gonna get going um with the women's seasons. I am super excited to hear. Um all about this. How is everyone?
1: Good, good, <laughs> good.
2: Good, See you, Liz. Sorry. How are you getting on?
0: Um, I'm good. I'm at I'm at my rest stage. <laughs> I'm like, what was, what was that?
2: <laughs> Do you feel is coming back from from a little fairyland? You were saying yeah
0: yeah <laughs> definitely yeah back to reality. yeah yeah it's um it's good though to be back and get back you know it, it's learning to navigate those two little worlds isn't it like how do we how do we get there when we need to be there and then how do we get back here when we need to be here it's um oh yeah it's 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 definitely um another another dimension
2: here Wow. Mm. how was your yeah. um, your week in the room with the the tribe yeah the tribe yeah, I was going to the chiefs for some reason
0: how was yeah, it um, the oddest, the oddest thing I've ever done
2: really
0: yeah it was um, in, in a fear sense it's probably the, the it took the most to get me there like I can like run into things like quite fearlessly but that one I was really scared like making all excuses you know or um, the mind and the ego was popping in saying so many different stories to me so it was quite challenging to um to to quiet the mind and the fear and like move forward but it was an incredible experience and, and I'm I'm so glad I done it definitely yeah
2: Hold on, because yeah. I think last time we spoke, you didn't he wasn't sure if you were definitely going or not. So I was in Yeah, I was in, I was in, yeah, I was in, I was in, I was in, I was, out, I
0: was, in, I was out. Like what I had to do to get me there was ridiculous. I had to write letters, I had to do like pre-ceremonies, like like I was literally shaking,
2: going.
0: <laughs> I was like, Why are you so scared? This this false story that we make up in our minds. Was um, it what you expected yeah. it to be? No. No, I don't even think you could even ever imagine what it was. Like these people have traveled for like four days to get here. They live there's thirty of them in their village. They don't really mix outside, so you can imagine their type of culture
1: and their um, community
0: and the world that they're from. Um, so it was um, it was very special to to be around that type of like culture and those teachings and yeah. to learn from them. And yeah, it was. It was just incredible, like like st- type of sounds that that I've never heard, like as they were singing and dancing around the fire, the feathers around the head, and it was I was just
1: like
0: <laughs> 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 <Amazing>. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um
3: do you want to share your screen? Yes. <laughs> right. So let's see what. Oh, yeah. So this is. Have I done that? Have we done... Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. We oh, it. It. yeah. Yay. Okay, fab. Yeah, I'm not the best at Zoom. I've already told this. So um, don't worry. Get ready for plenty of mistakes. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs>
0: can everyone hear me
3: okay yeah i'm
0: just gonna mute everyone because i can hear some tv just so you'll you might need to unmute yourself yeah just unmute yourself and then it'll be quite silent there you go okay
3: okay cool okay so as liz has said i'm going to be explaining um the woman's seasons within her life so as most of you know because I know a few of you have messaged me um I've actually written a journal which is all about like becoming the best version of yourself and understanding what it means to be a woman in this life because I feel like there's so much that actually goes into it that we don't understand and we're not taught on an energy level um on a physical level and so that journal is all about the past few years of my life um, and all the lessons that I've learned. But one of them is about the woman's season. So most of you will know this as the archetypes um, of a woman's life. But I'm going to explain it in a little bit of a different way. So hopefully I'll open your mind to that as well. So um, well, let's see. doesn't always let me click the next page. OK, so for those who don't know me, I'm Chelsea. I am a spiritual healing coach for women and have recently written a journal, which I've just shown you and um this basically it started because um i had a really rough time becoming a mom as most of you know i'm quite young and so it was quite jolting to be in that experience but it was the biggest like teaching moment for me and so all the lessons that i've learned during that time have gone in this and throughout this um, presentation you will see that i write the word women with a b and no, i am not spelled it wrong. It's just that I'm referencing people um, who are born with a womb, regardless of their identity. Um, so I'm just going to explain a little bit about the seasons before I actually get into it. So um, the reason that this understanding the seasons are so important is because no matter how much healing you do, um, no matter how much you think, oh, I'm OK myself now, I understand myself you will still get thrown into situations that you think, why am I in this? Because, you know, I shouldn't be in this. I shouldn't be going through a hard time because I've done all my work. I've done etc., etc. But it's actually the energy um, that is being brought into your life during these seasons. And it's getting you to learn something specific. Um, and it doesn't matter how much healing you do. You still need to learn these things and understand these things about yourself. Because as we know, the universe is just trying to understand itself on an energy level Um, and you are the person that is going to help the universe do that so you will get thrown in the deep end at times during these seasons to understand these certain things which I'll explain to you in a minute um and it's just all for your growth so that's what you just got to keep in mind but understanding these seasons will help you really understand okay I know what the universe is doing right now I know how to respond to this I know how to kind of not make this worse and not go against the tide and you know, get myself into situations I don't need to be in just purely from a lack of understanding. Um, So the interesting thing about these seasons as well is we also have seasons within our menstrual cycle and these are actually the same as the ones that we go through within our lifetime. They carry the same energy. So I think that is, that's something really interesting that I find out that kind of the synchronicity between those two. So I'll try and explain the seasons as well as um what you go through within within your menstrual cycle as well so i'm just going to share with you the responses from the journal so far because honestly this has all made me cry just because of um obviously this is my whole journey and to see people resonate with what i'm typing it's just amazing so just thought i'd share that as well but let's get into it um so what are the seasons there are many seasons within a woman's life and um also within the menstrual cycle like i've just said and these seasons can also be known as archetypes and they will vary like the age of these seasons will vary it's completely dependent on you when you go through puberty when you go through experiences within your life what type of person you are it's completely dependent on you so i will mention ages but you just apply them to your own life basically and um, so the names I'll be using will be the maiden season, which is classed as your spring, mother, which is classed as summer, wild woman, autumn, and wise woman, winter. So, what are the seasons? So, um, they are very similar to the menstrual cycle seasons and they are sometimes known as archetypes they are incredible for understanding different areas of your life and why you may feel a certain undertone of energy throughout these experiences which is what I was just saying doesn't matter what type of healing you do you will still have that undertone of okay I'm getting pushed down this path I need to learn this thing and then moving on um so, for example, you might be out with your friends having a good time, where you feel this little niggle of, I feel lost. I don't really know who I am. Is this really me in this situation? Should I be doing something else? And um, that will just be your energy telling you about the phase of your life that you're in, and maybe it's time for you to move on. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into it. Right? Let's. Doesn't always let me click. So I keep moving the mouse. So the first one we've got is the maiden archetype. Now this is. Um, Kind of the beginning of your life, and it goes from not to I would say around fourteen, but it just depends when you go through puberty. Um, And the theme of this is freedom, authenticity, being energized, free flowing, spontaneous, very pure energy, and very optimistic. So, as you know, this is just basically your inner child. This is the complete free flowing, like this is me. Take me as I am. I don't come in any other way. Type of energy um and so it starts from up until the age of 14 I'd say but honestly this depends um this particular season is one in which many people argue about the age but in my opinion depends on a woman's circumstances um, as I mentioned previously this is where a child will go through the stages of developing their two chakras so a lot of these um snippets are actually from the journal Um, which is why sometimes I'll be referencing to other things but you just have to ignore those Um, but for most women they will lead from their sacral chakra during this time this is their divine feminine energy so as most of you know we actually go through developmental stages of the chakras um, which basically it's like developing physically Uh, the energy has to learn to understand itself in certain ways And you will have developmental periods of these chakras. So your body will learn to process the energy, learn to understand it, learn to kind of integrate what it means for you. And so during this period of your life, this season, the maiden season, which is just before you reach puberty, you will actually be in your sacral chakra energy, which is your divine feminine, which is all of the things I've just listed above. Freedom, authenticity, free flowing, spontaneous. It's very trusting energy. And as we all know, as kids, we are very, very trusting. Um, And this is, hence why children seem easier going. Their perspective in life is limited, so they can literally only act from a place that feels natural to them their own energy and in its purest form so during this phase of life it's more colorful more enjoyable more free flowing and you've heard the saying that ignorance is bliss and this is exactly how this season feels and um, but the truth is that that perspective we held as a child however limited it may have been is our own perspective now i know liz teaches a lot on your inner child and um, but that that the way that we are as a child is that's our truth. So as we you know, as we grow up, we conditioned, um, we go through puberty, which I'll get through in a minute, um, but we kind of lose that sense of truth a little bit. Um, but this is our very authentic period of our life. And those that have kids will know that kids will literally show up as they are and you can't make them show up any different. Um, but it is what our journey on this earth started with and something we must continually try to return to. And as a child, we usually deal with very easy emo- emotions, things that we can handle. And the role of our parents during this time is to create a sport- supportive container um, to nurture our body so that we can extend out of our natural survival instincts and into our free, expressive, authentic self. So this phase varies incredibly through every life, and here's why some parents were not able to create a safe container for their child so as a result the child had to remain more in their survival instincts which is in their root chakra energy so just before we move into our sequel we obviously start off with our root. and this is very very early years of a child's life because as we know when you're at that age you heavily rely on your parents you can't survive without them and you are in your survival instincts all you care about is food sleep and a tiny bit of attention and that that's as far as that goes because that's your survival instincts now if your parents don't su- support you in a way that helps you flourish you kind of that root chakra energy kind of lingers a little bit because you you're not really understanding it in the way that you should and the body will kind of struggle with that a little bit so it kind of stays for a little bit longer than it should um but many people would say that, you know, the child has been exposed to the world too soon. But well, this is not the case. The world is the way that it is. It's neither good or bad. The child just simply had to embody this safe container for themselves. So because it wasn't provided for them, they had to become that. And it's basically replaced their truth. So they've kind of pushed themselves aside in order to be there for themselves. Um, and I see this in a lot of women today. They think that this childhood wound is who they really are when it's not, it's just something that they've learned very early on and think it's part of who they are. It's who they have to become in order to feel safe. And um, so reconnecting with this maiden aspect of yourself, the inner child um in you that is carefree, spontaneous, free of judgment, authentic, courageous, and optimistic. Um I don't know if can is someone put something detachment style. It can do a little bit. So can everyone see those? Messages. I'm not sure if any, everyone could see them. Yeah. yeah, to everyone. Okay, yeah. Um, would this lead to typically lead to an attachment style? Um,
1: I think it kind Quite different, do.
3: isn't it? As well. Yeah, yeah. I want. I think it depends. This is the thing. Like every. A lot of times, people ask. Um, you know, well, what does this lead to in later life? And I, honestly, it depends on the person. But I do think that. Um. When you are during your childhood and you don't get your needs met, you do kind of prioritise that above anything else and it does change who you are dramatically and I think people don't put enough weight on that. Um, but honestly, I think it it probably just depends.
0: It will lead to an insecure attachment style, but whether it's avoidant. Because yeah. It- there's, there's like four attachment styles, so it could be any depending on how much attention was met. <laughs> Sorry. I love the <laughs> attachment styles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's fine right let's see okay so we're going on with this one a little bit um so because the truth is never um because the truth is we never actually grow up we just gain more perspectives and knowledge on life and that's it and no one said in order to become an adult have more responsibilities you can no longer climb trees and do cartwheels in the rain I think it's just how you respond to life is completely different, and honestly, that is all I think growing up actually is. I still think this is a massive part of who you are. This is what you started the world with, Um, and it's something you should continuously try to return to because it's massive. And as we all know, people who pretend to be adults or pretend to live a lifestyle that adults supposedly like, um, most of the time are not as happy as they could be if they were climbing trees and doing cartwheels in the rain. So i'm going to skip this next part out because it just says just use the next few pages to write down some stuff but um something that you can do to um really tap into this season and tap into um kind of the lessons that we would learn during that time is to meet back with your inner child so write down all the things you were as a child and all the things that you enjoyed and that will help you tap back into that aspect of yourself um I always think it's super important. Like sometimes when it rains, I think I just said that on the other slide, but um that's the first time I did that in about four or five years. I actually went out in the rain and did cartwheels. Um and honestly, I felt so, so amazing afterwards because we just forget to do silly things like that all the time. So I'm not necessarily saying do that, but do something that would really um energize your inner child again because it's important that we tap back into that energy when we can so the next one we're going to move on to is the mother archetype now this is one that a lot of people will have struggled with for very specific reasons Um, but this is around the age of time you will go through puberty and i've put to 29 but honestly it just depends it's typically through your 20s um, but it, it honestly can go on to early 30s it just depends on what type of person you are and what you're going through in your life so the theme of this season is it's a self-discovery period in your life and um, it's your awakening your awareness expands it's kind of an epiphany moment you'll get many experiences during this time and t- experience intense emotions and this is kind of the period where you will find yourself and not necessarily find yourself fully because we're all constantly learning but you will really come into who you are a little bit more and um, so the mother archetype is the season in a woman's life that starts around puberty this will once again depend and um, very dependent on when you reach puberty um but this is usually a period where most women will be in high school a time where teenagers become more aware of themselves and others and because of that start to analyze themselves And when you're a child, you may not notice that you have hairy legs, but in school, you are as hairy as a gorilla. Like everything is so extreme because we're all trying to figure out ourselves and figure out other people. And if our awareness or our growing awareness is not nurtured in a healthy way, which let's face it, high school is anything but nurturing. And then we start to kind of break down our character a little bit, um, as well as the fact that this is a time in a woman's life where she physically evolves, you know obviously privacy is a big part um and the hormones are all over the place so it's a very very uncertain time and that's definitely the energy of this it's a lot of chaos a lot of confusion but all of that is so that you can go okay i'm starting to understand who i am a little bit more because i've been thrown in the deep end and i have figured something out um so let's go to this so And due to this mix of chaos, she will most likely evolve into a product of her environment. So, around puberty, we tend to be so aware of ourselves and so aware of our environment that we tend to kind of merge into our environment and become what our surroundings want us to be. Um, And most of people will do that in school because it's just a natural thing. You can't really stick out like a sore thumb unless you really want to stick out like a sore thumb and cause yourself problems. so it's to avoid the consequences of being different and this will make this will make you feel safe and um during that experience which is all you really care about during that time because everything's so unfamiliar um now for some people this experience is not too bad but um because the person they truly are is not too far from the first person they become but for most people the person that they become during this time is a shell of the person they used to be, and this experience can be quite hard—a hard one to face—but something that um, we must come to terms with, nevertheless. So, therefore, at some point in our twenties, our attention is brought back inward. So, this is what I was referencing before. Um, you know, we may have left school or education at this point and be around our own company a lot more and around others than we are around others. Sorry. And we're most likely to tune back into our bodies because we go through puberty and then we kind of reach a point where we may come out of school, come out of education and we are with ourselves a little bit more. And we start to go, OK, when we go out with our friends or when we go out with our family or when we do stuff we would normally do, we go, is that really me? Is that how I feel? Because you you have that level of awareness and you settle back into your body during this time because you're kind of coming out of that period part um, puberty part and you understanding how to regulate your body a bit more regulate your emotions and then you start to kind of focus more on like the soul aspect the energy aspect and um, so as you can see here we start to question the version of ourselves we've evolved into during puberty and we may wonder things like is this really me do i really enjoy this or am i pretending to And this self-analyzing period is a lot more common for women than it is for men and why is that? Because women have this deep rooted desire to be fluid, to be emotional and experience things and when we're born we're actually born with pain built in. Think about periods, birth, hormone fluctuations as well as the way we navigate our experience which is to dive deep. Now, as women, we typically like to be a lot more emotionally expressive, which is why we tend to analyze ourselves and other things a little bit more. Obviously, there's a same extent to this. Um, And we know something doesn't feel right within us. We're very in tune with our emotions. And this is why this particular period for women seems to be a little bit harder, because when we do feel lost, It's such a hard thing to um, face when we lose ourselves a little bit and we don't really understand, we kind of lose our passion and our ambition because we're so confused and we cannot see the path ahead and there's so many emotions that are going on Um, and it doesn't feel genuine so we want to understand that a little bit more and it's natural for us to be in tune with our emotions and that is something we'll always gravitate towards. So this archetype is known for its spiritual awakening And as I said before, you're not necessarily going to understand yourself fully, but it's just kind of that push to go. Okay, maybe I'm more than my experiences. Okay, maybe I'm more than, you know, just going out drinking every weekend. Maybe I'm more than uh, just playing karate all the time. I don't know what people do, but um, just maybe I'm more than than what I'm doing right now. Maybe I like something else. Maybe I need to change, maybe, et cetera. And many women will go on to bring life into the world during this period and will experience their own awakening in that way, like I did. Many women will go on to dive deep into what it means to be them in this life and return to their truth. And if you are currently in this period of your life and you can feel there is something more that you don't know or something you know you need to change, you need to trust that feeling because that is the energy of what you are in right now. And that energy is saying to you, okay maybe you need to do something a little bit more maybe you need to change it because this isn't resonating with you this isn't in alignment with you and we need to find things that are so in the next oh this is again the next few pages but we'll skip that bit so how we can tap into the energy of this season it's to meet your inner truth that is the kind of the core of this experience is to really connect with your truth again because of this puberty because of the experiences during this period we lose touch with our truth but we have to come back to it so we need to write down all the things you think make you who you are your friends your family your education your experiences your life your upbringing your physical attributes and your habits or your tendencies or your wounds etc 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 Um, and in identifying all of these things, you can actually start to say, okay, well, I understand that I have wounds, I understand that I come from this family, I understand that I come from this location, or, I, you know, I have this me GCSEs, or, you know, I have this friend group, but is that actually me? Is that the person that I, I want to continue to be? Because who you are is just a continuous trace. And at any given moment, you can choose to be someone else. And this is what this period is about, is just choosing the person you actually want to be rather than being the person that you've become over time. So write down all of those things and pay attention to them, but then also write down all of the things that you actually want to be as well, um, which may look very different to all the things you wrote down before that. So, um we'll be moving on to the next one so this is the wild woman archetype this is actually my favorite one and i think it's because this one can come with some problems um and this is kind of what i wanted to focus on today just because the problems are tend to be quite big um but the solution is very very simple so um this is from 30 to 45 approximately, obviously, again, depends. Um, but the theme of this is you start to feel stagnant. You are in your creative period. You settle into your truth, um, but you you need a lifestyle change. You, It's kind of like a midlife crisis again. Um, and what you will notice with all these seasons is that all of these seasons are just trying to get you to understand who you are. And I think that's so interesting, but in different ways. So for example, this one is getting you to tap into your divine feminine energy, your creative energy. Um, So the wild woman archetype is something all women will experience in their life. It is the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. This is where we start to feel stagnant within our life. We have done something one way for so long and we reach a point of exhaustion. This is when we start to reevaluate things again and the physical body is always changing and with that, so is our energy our perspective and outlook on life. Because of that, we reach a point where we have have outgrown our old self. We have changed, yet we still walk the same life as our old self. So what I mean by that is you energetically have changed, physically, emotionally, mentally have changed, but your life hasn't changed with you. So you reach a point and you kind of feel like you are being squeezed out. You just think, I can't do this anymore. This is just, I'm I'm living the same day on repeat. Um, and this is that point. So we decide that we need to change things for them um, to reflect the new us and realign with the energy that we carry now. So we start to feel uncomfortable and we start to try to push ourselves back into a container that we have outgrown so a lot of times you know say if you go on an experience in your life say you may have gone to uni or for example Liz right now she might come home but she you know will have outgrown the space that she was once in because of all the experiences all the perspective all of the things that she has now brought into her energy and who she is um, you can't go back and live a life that you have outgrown because it's incredibly uncomfortable and doesn't match with the person that you are um, and obviously this is that period so if the feeling is very strong and it may cause you to lose your ground in a little bit and wonder what is going on within my life why am I so uncomfortable so this is something that I wanted and I've enjoyed and there's nothing wrong with my environment but why do I feel this way um, and it's just the energy sometimes it's just time to move on Um But it's just that you need to rearrange your life a little bit to suit the person that you are currently and kind of figure that person out a little bit more. So this period is also where most women feel they're most stable so it creates an opportunity for them to experiment, hence why you know I always call this season the creative season because during your 20s, you're kind of figuring it out. You kind of don't necessarily have money, you don't necessarily have a house, don't ne- you know, you don't really have that very, very strong foundations physically or material-wise, but it during your 30s, not all women, but a lot of women do have that. Um, and this is why it's called the creative season, because honestly, you can choose um. Or you feel like you can choose a little bit more than what you would in your 20s. But for most women, they go on to create life. So you might bring life into the world. You might move house, travel, get a pet, switch up your lifestyle, get married or anything else on that level where you think, I need a big change. Something needs to get a massive haircut, bleach your hair. Who knows? So, pardon me. Um, This season is where we enter back into our divine feminine and we tap back into our creativity. We may strongly feel that things need to change, but are unsure why. The biggest problem with this season for a lot of women is they are stuck in their masculine energy. So a lot, I am seeing so, so much, um, which is me, which is why I wrote this, because I figured all this stuff out. And I met with so many other women during events, healing ceremonies, like Reiki, everything that I do where I work with women a lot of women are stuck in their wounded masculine energy which is um they don't trust they're not able to let go they're not able to let other people help very independent but kind of independent in the way that I don't feel safe if anyone helps me very very um very isolated path but it's not it's not the creative energy that you need. So during this time, you need to tap into your creative divine feminine, which is the sacral chakra energy. But for women that are stuck in their root chakra energy, they will find it very, very, very difficult to attract new things in their life or go on to create life. Because as I'm noticing, a lot of women that are suffering with fertility issues, they are in their wounded masculine energy, and that's something I've figured out. I've met with many women that are going through IVF, and their sacral chakra is out of balance. Now, for those who don't know, the sacral chakra actually governs the womb and the ovaries, and your hormones, a lot of the hormones that um, help create the cycle. So, it's the, the way that I like to think of it. It's like a plant. A plant needs water, sun, soil, nutrients you take one of those away and you've got a struggling plant it's exactly the same for um women and more so because the menstrual cycle is very very volatile very volatile anything can throw it off and so having not having that energy to support that um is always going to cause you menstrual cycle issues but definitely fertility issues as well um, but for this period of your life, you need to have that creative energy because that is the foundation that you need to feel stable during this time, because you are going to feel like you need to change and you are going to go on to change things. But how successful you are in changing those things or how easy that process is for you honestly depends on whether you are really in tune with that creative energy, because as we know, energy responds to other energy. So your external will absolutely um, reflect the way that you feel energy wise inside as well um let's see where i'm up to so if you are struggling within this area of your life no matter how hard you try to be open to bring a new life um, to bring something new into your life whatever it may be you must bring your attention back to your energy so i always say this whatever's going on within your life whatever um you know it's happening within your external whatever chaos you're experiencing you need to forget about that for one moment and see what's going on inside, because inside it's going to tell you so much more than whatever's going on outside. Um, and you may be suffering with an underlying issue energy wise, which is honestly bringing about this chaos in your life. So if you have a sacral chakra imbalance, meaning the creative energy you so desperately need during this time is struggling and requires more than just simply paying attention to fix it. So I'll walk you through an exercise really quick that I like to do, which um, helps you understand potential issues. So this is the sacral chakra imbalance. And honestly, it's not necessarily a sacral chakra imbalance. It's actually a root chakra imbalance, but it, I'm not going to get into that complicated side. But um, so. Segal chakra imbalance will look like you struggle to trust others, you struggle to accept help when it is needed because no one does things as well as you. It's the inability to be spontaneous and as a result making sure everything is always planned out thoroughly, usually to the minute. and um, Like to control your life or the circumstances you find yourself in, you may be a very strong leader or who may be someone with a lot of responsibility in your life, such as mother, manager, teacher, medic, etc. Um, and you are a very grounded person who always likes to take the lead and make decisions. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that this means you are um, imbalanced because you are a born leader or because you are a teacher. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if there's a lot of chaos in your life and you are someone that is a teacher with a lot of responsibility and it doesn't feel good and you feel like something's not right, you feel overworked, overtired, doing too much, but also not accepting the help and it doesn't feel good and it's in an unhealthy way, that will kind of say, okay, and yeah, maybe that is a sacral chakra imbalance. Um, and the same with leading or taking control of things. Like it's absolutely fine to do that. But if it's done an unhealthy way, like you don't trust people, no one's going to do it as well as you, et cetera. once again it could be the same um so if you feel like this it may be one of three things you have always been the way that you are your lifestyle has caused you to be the way that you are or an experience has caused you to view the world differently and cause you to think like this mentality so it's the middle one you need to tune back into your sacral chakra start trusting your life um like your life depends on it trust that things will work out trust that people can help this is a big one that I think with a lot of women is a lot of women are warriors and I my mom's a massive warrior and I always say to her trust that people can risk assess in their own life because she's always like oh don't do that or oh, tell them. I always say just people can risk assess just let them do what they need to do and if they fall on the bum they're going to learn something from it and that's just how you have to be sometimes um i've actually included that in there so trust that others can risk assess. Um, allow yourself the time to be spontaneous creative and very emotional very emotionally expressive if you um had the other two options you need to go back and discover exactly why you behave in this way understand what needs you're trying to meet by being this way and for example most commonly this is a father wound and um, which causes you to feel the need to control validate yourself in the process because that's a need that we need met as a child and um, so this could also be you know a f- um, considered anxiety or a coping mechanism in response to something so this is how I like to go about it this is what I've used for other women and it helps them kind of figure out a little bit more go a bit deeper um, because A lot of times I'll have women in for Reiki and I have to tell them this information because it bugs me when people come in and, you know, you just heal their energy and they go home and live exactly the same life that has caused the imbalance to begin with. It's so important that you educate yourself on these things so that, you know, I am behaving this way. I need to fix it. Like I can go to every psychic, every coach, every whoever, um, but at the end of the day, I need to understand this stuff more than anyone else. Um, And this is what this is all about, teaching you how to do that as well. Um, So this season is all to do with creativity. So write down all the ways you will give up control within your life, where you are able to. Write down times throughout your week where you'll be spontaneous or creative. and Make a big commitment to yourself to follow them. And I always say this to people, but Being creative doesn't mean you're necessarily good at something. It means that you're going to think of something in your head, use your imagination, and put that to physical form. That is what being creative is. It doesn't mean to say that you're going to be perfect at it. You're probably going to be crap the first few times you try something, um. But it's or you'll at least you'll feel like that, um. But it's just about getting these ideas in your mind onto paper, onto a canvas, in physical form, so you can actually see what's going on in your mind in front of you. So the next one we're going to move on to which is the last one um is the wise woman archetype now the reason that it's called um the wise woman is because during this time you are really entering into an age of I'm going to use my wisdom now I've got a lot of wisdom in my life a lot of perspectives I realized a lot I've got a very um expanded awareness of things now so I'm going to utilize that in a way that benefits me just like the previous season, which was the wild woman, it's all about changing up your life, being a bit crazy, being a bit creative, doing something random. And um, but this is the wise woman. So this is where a woman will go through menopause now. And the theme of this is to reinvent yourself. Rest, retreat, release, settling into the wisdom of our body again and grounding. So the wise woman archetype is a season where a woman will go through menopause. In this season, she will lose her grounding and her sense of self. She will start to lose her way in life and struggle to recognize who she is anymore. Now, this is so important to recognize because there's so many women that feel this way. Um, And, you know, when I've done these events with people and there's a lot of women that speak about they're going through menopause and the way that they feel there'll be four or five other women in the room that go, I feel like that. I just thought it was me. And it's so frustrating because I just wish that every woman knew that the way that they feel is completely normal. And there's always a reason behind it. And a lot of times it is just the energy of what your life is bringing about. Um, But because of this, um, this, oh, sorry, this is because the physical and the energetic body have changed and the mind is left unaware. So just like I said in the previous seasons, a lot of times in your life you will change you will change who you are on an emotional and mental um energetic level and sometimes you don't realize you don't realize how much you've actually changed and just like I was saying you know with for example Liz traveling like if she goes back home she may not realize that the degree to what she's actually changed until she goes back home and goes oh oh my god I was so different um and this is what this menopause experience does it really kind of puts you to a point where it goes, okay, you've got to stop now, you've got to slow down a little bit, see the person that you are now because you are completely different. You can't carry on life as normal. We've got to switch it up a little bit. Um, but we've got to come back into our truth again. So as, as I said before, this is what all of these seasons are about. So during this season, women must learn to reinvent themselves, to rebirth into the woman that they um that you are currently. The biggest role of the biggest struggle is that women find it hard to see the woman they are during menopause and subconsciously cling onto the woman they were because she is familiar, and as we know, familiar equals safe. So this is a big period of change in your life. And the truth is that this is such a powerful stage, and that is something she must learn to recognize. It is a spiritual awakening in a sense and a rebirth. So let's talk about why. So Once a woman has gone through menopause, she no longer feels the same physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically. She is a new person, one that has so many different perspectives on life, so many stories to tell, memories, so much wisdom, and truth in her heart. A woman that can look at herself in the mirror and be proud of the person that is standing and that is staring back, knowing that the physical cycles may have faded but we're still being birthed into another so that you're no matter what is going on physically you are always going to be going through energetic cycles constantly every month and within your lifetime um knowing that she's been through so much but still has so much to give it's just going to be a different version of yourself different aspect of yourself is going to come out during this time and you've got to let it And that's the uncomfortable part because we carry on as normal and we think it's safe and familiar, but we've got to change. So knowing that her resilience, power and ability to keep showing up, ready to face the music is limitless. So the truth about this season, it's one of the few times a woman realizes that she is actually safe. This is because our brain likes to reward us for keeping ourselves safe and reproducing. So this is a really interesting fact. Um whenever you have sex with someone or you orgasm or anything along those lines, your brain actually rewards you and sends dopamine serotonin because that is what the brain prioritizes is um, reproducing and obviously safety as well and because that's the natural way our brains have been programmed through evolution. so this is the physical bodies um, follow the brain's orders throughout the lifetime and keeps this cycle going. And then we come through menopause and our bodies feel slightly unsafe due to being on un, in unfamiliar territory, which is why we get this undertone feeling of something doesn't feel right. I don't feel right. Things don't really make sense. But then something amazing happens. The woman starts to realize, oh, actually, I'm all right. were periods have stopped. My season has basically come to an end that period of my life, but I'm actually fine. Like, I've lost myself a little bit, but I'm going to start to figure it out. And um, it's kind of coming to terms with that and, and still realising, oh, this is where I'm at now. And it's that awareness. Um, all the things that I thought I needed in order to feel um like me have gone and I'm still here. So that must mean I'm more than what I thought. It's a chance for rebirth. Um, we can choose to rewrite the story and to make the next few years of our life very, very, very different. And I truly think that through every experience we go through, we come out the other side a completely different person. And this is a very um, very prominent time in a woman's life where she has to really come back into her own truth. The other seasons, like, yes, that is the theme of that time, but We've still got so much going on, whereas during this time, we really come into kind of a rest period and our life starts to slow down a little bit and we start to come back into the things that we actually enjoy. Um, But it is a time to reinvent yourself and it is a time to... Choose to be the person that you actually want to be. Um, so let's meet our wise woman. So during this time, obviously we have so much wisdom on life, and that can only be beneficial to us. So write down everything about the person you are now, or you know, during this season. Write down all the ways doors have opened for you since you have been through this experience. Um, so this is something really interesting that I heard from another lady. Um, in one of my events and she said since she had been through her menopause there was so much from when she was younger that's kind of been brought back into her life so she used to love to go to this place in wales um and she said for some reason like i just feel so cold to go back there and um all my friends said they were going to book a holiday there so we were going to go and I was like, this This is the energy. This is the energy trying to draw you back into your truth and um, because you need to start doing things that you enjoy again because that is how you're going to find out who this new person is, who this new aspect is that you're going to use in this period of your life. Um, it's going to have these experiences or going to meet with these new people or going to expand yourself a little bit more because you're going to find little aspects of yourself in those experiences and go, oh, I feel a little bit more grounded. I understand that I don't like people. So anymore or I do like pizza you know just it's just figuring out um who you are during that time but it's important to remember that when you slow down you actually notice more so I always think um use the example of a car when you're in a car you can easily just be driving really fast and just going on the road and you just think oh I'm just getting to the destination just get me there whereas sometimes you're going to sit in the car you're going to look out the window and go wow isn't that beautiful look where I am look what I'm doing right now this is an amazing experience and this is this time it's just looking out the car window going oh this is where I'm at what a beautiful place how can I make it more interesting how can I utilize that energy a little bit more as opposed to just focusing on the destination and so it's kind of a bit of a free period of your life so I think that's the end oh yeah that's the end oh thank you the slide Okay, thank you. thank you so much. Does anybody have any questions that they would like to ask, Chelsea? And if you just want to stop your share screen. Yeah, I don't let's I don't know how you do that. So um let's if I go on, oh no, because it's gonna it's gonna redo it, isn't it? Let's see. If I click back on this, oh no. No, that's not gonna do it, is it? Let's see. Let me
0: just I'll take the co-host permissions and there we go. does anybody have any questions so what's going to happen now is we're just gonna um anyone who's got any questions and ask chelsea and then we will be done and then we're just gonna have uh, a catch-up thing so would anybody like to ask chelsea any questions before she leaves
1: us and thank you so much for sharing with us today (laughs) hi chelsea it's now um i missed the beginning i'm sorry um what is the book so just so what is oh, the it's, book that you've written? <laughs>
3: it's called um woman's activation so it's about activating um your womb because your womb is actually where your life force energy is but it's basically just about understanding the woman that you are understanding your energy and um that's basically just helping you figure out how to manage your life a little bit different but it has all the seasons in um, in fact I'll just I'll just read some of the um, things that it includes so it includes all to do with your chakras uh, how to manage that energy to do with your identity and um, your menstrual seasons so how you can manage your month a little bit easier and um, the seasons that I've just mentioned the divine feminine and masculine energy which is all to do with relationships um, and helping you heal those mother father wounds that you have your scadian rhythm and your connection with the moon and to do with your hormones fertility and health and um, obviously your hormones play a massive part in your life but they're actually controlled by the chakras and by your diet as well um, and then the last part is about activating your truth so returning to the person that you are so it includes a lot but it's just basically about helping you figure out who you are essentially
1: thanks chelsea okay
3: Does anybody else got any questions
0: no we're all good okay amazing. thank you so much thank you so much and um if you just send us the link for the book i can put it in our chat
3: for anybody that wants oh, yeah, to amazing. pop on um, yeah so i actually don't this is so bad i don't know how to leave <laughs> so let's oh, oh do i click leave but that will end this will it this will just take oh me? no no it'll just take you <laughs> well thank you so much i love doing this thank you so so much for the opportunity and it was amazing to share all the knowledge with you and thank some you I really connected to that especially for the wind oh yeah me too I've got one of those so I resonate with that so much <laughs> well thank you so much I'll see you all later thank you bye bye Bye-bye. bye
0: bye
3: hey gang I just need to um...
0: can you hear that yeah Yeah, let's just let's just be here for a little second. Just get back into our space. We just close our eyes for a second.
2: And just
1: breathe.
0: Just inhale with me. Exhale. Inhale all the way in. Exhale. Just loosen your body. And wiggle your arms if you need to. Just relax into your face. Remove your tongue from the root of your mouth. And relax your eyebrows. And let's just be here in this moment right now. together. go back. Connect with been my time.
1: So.
0: Just place your hands on your heart. And one on your safe There is So that's why we do that. <laughs> Just sway, let your
1: body move. Let your body move.
2: Let your
0: And high all the way in. Hold it for a little second. And exhale. On this next one, we want to make a sound on the exhale. Everyone's muted, no one can hear you, it's just us. Inhale all the way
2: in. Exhale. Ah. And again, inhale. Exhale. Ah. Okay, we're grounded
0: and we're in our space. Please just place your hands up and don't underestimate the power that this has for the people.
2: Hold your hands up to the screen. Feel the love inside your body. And give it. it Imagine that
0: a random of, of hearts coming out of the centre of your hands. You. Don't underestimate that other people can feel this love. Other people can feel it. <laughs> I feel it now. Skip. 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 and tell you, you,
3: you, you,
0: you. your hands back on your heart and you see. and imagine. All of that love, all of those multi-coloured hearts running through your bloodstream, into your heart and into your body,
2: that love is a gift, and your friends, your family, sisters, all around us,
0: really feel that love inside you. just take one second just to be here and allow
2: that love to move through you. Really give yourself this second after
0: the busy day, week, month, year, life that we've had and just allow that love to move through your body. I just wanted to say thank you for everyone who just gave them. Whenever you're ready, just bring yourself back. Now we can begin.
1: <laughs>
0: thank you everyone. Um, I'm muted, so there was no sound. So please just, just thank you. Um, take your mics off and yeah, let's just have a gab. Let's just talk. What's good, what's bad, what's shit, what's going on? Raw, authentic, vulnerable, honest. And just a little reminder you know, this space is being created for, for us to be who we are and talk about the things we need to talk about. So many of us are surrounded by people that we, we can't actually have these deep conversations with. And that's what this space is for. And we're so blessed and lucky to have all found each other. So take advantage. Oh, wow. It's a huge bird. I don't even know what that is. I've never seen it before. Massive. That's it. So- Sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you can see. Hey, can you see? Can you see it? Where is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> can you see it? Oh, uh, wait. Oh, yeah. Yes. Can you? Yeah, what? Well, the black... Is is a Black. Yeah, we need, can everyone else see it? We need to know what this is. <laughs> that was a very important time that this little one has just came to visit us. Do you have a message for us? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: no. But yeah. Sorry, gang. <laughs>
2: <laughs> me and these birds, honestly. They, like, guide me through life. <laughs> It happened to me one time, I was going through a hard time, I, I was really ill with my health. And um, one o'clock in the morning, the birds were tweeting really, really loud. And I was thinking, Why are they so loud? And I said to my mom, I was like, Mom, come, I was like, Come, come listen to this. There's no trees around me or anything. And um, anyway, googled the meaning for it, and it means that um, something you're coming into a spiritual awakening, and, and that was the start of my awakening. Um, and, and I literally, when I, when I googled the meaning of it, I cried because it really touched me. 'Cause there's no i found that. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: literally yeah. amazing. A lot of people who are um on it on the spiritual awakening, you know, it's more and more and more and more. And for me, it's a symbol that I always use, like yeah. an emoji. It's just something that I don't know what it I don't I don't know why. And when I got to Pachamama, that white bird was printed on plastic and on every window of the whole village. Every window in the village had them white birds on. And I thought, maybe it's my birthday, i a thing. <laughs> maybe, like, it's a thing, you know, yeah. like, when you've, like, developed and you're, like, developing
2: your, like, your spirituality, maybe it's, like, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, well Robert, like, Robins represent angels, don't they, as well? And mm. there's all sorts of different yeah. ways. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was my experience, anyway. So.
3: Yeah. Thank you for sharing
1: so, wow, is yeah, I've anyone? noticed loads more birds around as well. Maybe, Anne, as you say, maybe it's because you just you're noticing them or you see them. You're Where, more present, they, aren't you, as well? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It's uh, I'm like I'm driving along and I'm speaking to the birds. I think people, yeah. and then I think, well, people just think I'm on my phone, but I don't care anyway. If they do, I think don't I'm care right.
0: anyway. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> normally, the person, normally the one who gets called crazy, is surrounded by the actual crazy people. <laughs> yeah honest to god it's like are you are you are you crazy crazy and you're like no i'm actually saying everyone else is crazy <laughs> it's like yeah. this, this like world of like a trance that everyone's living in and it's like it's crazy isn't it when you actually stop and be present, and you're like oh my god is this been here all along all these birds yeah. being here these trees look like that are them clouds always being that beautiful but we just yeah. don't actually stop and feel in do we to the experiences.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about the tribe, Liz. Oh, my God, Mel. <laughs> I
0: don't even know where to begin, you know. <laughs> I, re- I ended up writing a book when I got in. Honest to God, it was... I was terrified to go, as you all know. Um, but I went because I knew I needed to go. But it was definitely the, the thing I've been most afraid to do. Um, the first experience was phenomenal. Um and everybody says that when you go, you get what you need. So no one can explain to you what the experience is going to be like, because we all need different things. And I was like, okay. So um, what I felt was the whole night, I felt like, um, I felt held. I felt like I'm safe. I felt, um, I think it's the first time I've ever experienced what relaxation feels like. Like, and I thought, I oh, spend a lot of time in presence, a lot of time being, and that was just complete utter safety and stillness that I, I probably can never, ever put into words. It. It, it's like, it was like I was in the sky, but someone had hold me securely. That's what I felt like. It was just bliss. The second time was hell on earth absolute hell on earth so the first the first ceremony I asked like I was setting intentions and doing pre-ceremonies and writing letters and saying be gentle with me like I need to build me trust stuff I'm really afraid coming into this it's something new for me it's not what I've done before like I'm asking like be gentle with me um, and that is what happened and then the second time I knew that I could have gone further and I knew I had an enjoyable experience and not that it shouldn't be enjoyable but for us to see things that we need to see is not enjoyable and there was, no, there was no way that I was there. Like there's always something for us to see. Always, no matter how much work we've done, no matter how far we've, we've came, there's always more for us to learn. And I just thought, I know. I know that there's something that I need to see. So I, when I've done the second letter for the second ceremony, I just said, help me to lose my mind. Help me to lose control of the chatter of the mind so I can just be in my heart and I can just feel and I'm not thinking what are they doing over there or what does that mean or what does this mean or how am I going to share this you know that's a constant thing for me sharing you know experiences and stuff I was like just help me lose it like I found the first time I was taking pictures and then I said second time there wouldn't be any pictures because I'll be that far into it that I won't be able to like come out of the type of thing um, and I blindfolded myself and I listened to the chants and the sound and the songs. They were all around the fire and they had like big um, like feathers around the heads. Um, and it was, I knew that if I had the blindfold on that, I wouldn't be able to get out. And I know that because I wasn't blindfolded the first time, I was distracted. So I couldn't feel into the experience. And then um, I lost consciousness and my spirit travelled. I had an out-of-body experience, and um, I woke up on the floor with like people surrounding me and holding me. And like when I come back, I was just like I was quite scared because I, I, many people don't don't remember their experience. I remember my experience. So when I come back around, I was I was like a three-year-old little girl. I did not even know who was there, and I just grabbed all of them. And I was going. <laughs> And I was trying to like, you know, get back into my body and all that I could hear was you're safe. You're safe. So there's people standing around the back who are ready to hold people, who are ready to like to be there and hold space for you. And I knew that and I seen them. I knew that I would be held there. I just knew. And the 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 tribes were like going round doing um like different like whooshing sounds. They were like um, removing bad energy and spirits from the space like it was a really protected ceremony it was I just felt safe enough to lose my mind basically um, yeah so um, I ended up coming back around and I was I was held and it took me quite a while to get back into my body so I couldn't like go to the toilet couldn't stand up and um, I couldn't like pick a cup up like I had the energy because I, I was coming back so I just kept like you know using the breath and like I was saying affirmations and I knew it was just an experience and I was you know I was going to come back around but I think anyone who didn't wouldn't have the tools it would be very very difficult because you, you know not everyone has an out about the experience that was just my experience and um, but that was what I asked for and um, yeah so when obviously when I had I was about the experience I lost full control of the body including my bowels everything because because I'd left. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, that's for sure. But I knew that was going to happen until changes of clothes with me and everything. Because that was the best possible thing that could have happened. The best possible thing that could have happened is that I got to, you know, move. My spirit got to move out my body. Like, there's nothing else that you can... Where else can you go after that? But it's also about... You've also got to be able to surrender to do that. And um, I wasn't there on my the first time and that's why I was building my trust up. And I was doing lots of pre-ceremonies about surrendering and um, starting to honor the experience that I was having rather, rather than fearing it and um, feeling safe. Um, for me, the hardest thing to do was to let like, go of full control and surrender. Um, that's what I was able to do and that's why that happened. So that's the experience now. <laughs> How did you feel
2: this? How did it feel, like, coming out of your, out of your own body? Um, Could you feel yourself, like, like, go on, explain it to me.
0: No, it just felt like i switched into a different environment. Didn't feel yeah, anything. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I just, there was no feeling, I just switched. But I felt coming back, coming back was hard. It was, like, I don't know, coming back was, coming back was hard. It was, like, I hadn't yeah. met, I hadn't drank, it was... Being in mind as well, like, I had a specific diet, you know, fasted. I was I was sitting through the night, I'm driving through the jungle on my own at, like, six in the morning, mm-hmm. like, I hadn't been asleep. Like, the certain, like, ceremonies and, and ways and, like, initiations and things in these processes that takes you to another level, out of yeah. your body. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Amazing. <clears throat> well,
4: wow. How do you take it, Liz? Is it, like... Um, is it happy where it's
0: like a pipe and they put it up your nose, or how do you? I didn't do the um, happy. They did. They did save happy there, but I wasn't in any state to even yeah. go up and be saved happy. But you did the ayahuasca. So, yeah, as an ayahuasca.
5: How yeah. do they? How do they administer the ayahuasca?
0: So the ayahuasca was made in um in the Amazon rainforest with the tribes. They made it at their home. Um, yeah. And they brought it, um, like blessed. It was, it was it, 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 they, call it, they call it tea. They drink so you it, drink it
2: yeah, uh, yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah. they they call it tea. It's it's just a normal thing that they drink it. That everyone in their community drinks it. It's it's that's their wow. tea, like RPG. <laughs> yeah. So so Come it was. My Oscar um... in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and it's only a little tiny thing, you know. It was only like. It's only like a little, like a little tiny cup with a little bit in, and you go up and like it's served to you, and and, and you're blessed. And then there's this fire blown around just to like cleanse your order, And it's very, 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 very spiritual, very ceremonial. And it's as you're in the experience, there's a lot of them um, song and dance and fire. And it's they're basically showing you what it's like to be in their tribe. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like. He just blew up that baby's ear. I've never seen him before. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was a it, it was an experience. And for me, it was it was something that I was resisting, and it was something that was knocking on my door, it was something that was there. And I I didn't come here or book anything. That was not my it's not my thing. It wasn't like something that was in my awareness. And then I was like, I'd paid, paid for it and booked it and didn't know what it was. I just seen the tribe and knew, felt called to to be with them, share space with them, and knew what their wisdom and the, the ancient teachings that they have are, you know, the, the ancient ways, you know? And I thought, oh, wow, I'd feel so honored to be in that space, and I booked it, and it wasn't until later. Someone said to me, you know what that is, don't you? And I went, no. And then they told me, and I thought, see, now, if I'd have known, I wouldn't booked it. But because I've booked it, and I haven't known. I know I've got to do it. And I didn't want to do it. I was terrified.
2: Yeah.
0: But it was knocking on my door. It was, it, they, they, they normally say that these things you, you don't go and find, they find you when it's your time. Yeah. It's not something you go and look for. It just like happens to be there. And with that with me, that it was literally just there. And I thought, if, if I don't do it, I'm resistant. And we don't resist things. So oh, <laughs> it well wasn't so. Yeah, it was an incredible experience, honestly. It was it was a phenomenal experience, just sharing space and being in that environment and, and learning, you know, was was in itself an incredible experience, regardless of, you know, the ayahuasca or, you know, the, the outer body experience, just being there, sitting around the fire, you know, listening to that type of music and watching how they live. And they had a translator there who were, who were really channeling a message, from a higher power about like oneness and you know being together and being there for each other and how the world shifts and which we all know the world shifting. we all know like self-work what a few, a few years ago wasn't even a thing now everyone does it because everyone knows what, what's going on we're moving through a conscious shift now in humanity it's it's um And just just the way they were talking about it about like we have to come together now just how damaged the earth is you know the ocean and saying there's going to be no fish left and all this type of stuff this has got to happen now for for humanity for our our earth and and for the kids you know kids shouldn't need to be growing up and having to undo everything in their life it's um, like a majority of us spend our life undoing What's happened in those first time years? Our whole life undoing, and then hopefully society will become more open to to the things that we do, that we talk about. You know, but anyone that anyone that anyone that's not open to it are going to have a really tough time because I can put my whole life on it now. From what I'm learning, how connected I am, how conscious I am right now, and the messages I'm getting. And the, it's, it's messages that are, I'm getting and then I'm hearing other people saying as well. It's very synchronous. You know, there's so much yeah. of it going on and this shift that we're in now, it's like, you know, when we're going through a difficult time and we feel like really triggered, like there's a mirror and we're like, oh God, so I just do that. Oh my God. And then we grow from it. That's yeah. what the world is going to be like. It's going to be mirrors everywhere. Um, we've done this prep work, you know, to start looking at ourselves soon. Our society isn't going to have a choice. You're not going to be able to be that unconscious because the energy is too high. It's going to be uncomfortable. So triggers, we're, we're moving into a time of trigger happy. Everyone's going to be triggered. Everyone's going to see things as it is. All the stuff that wasn't available to us before, all this stuff that we know now has always been the case. It just wasn't made. Just wasn't in our awareness, was it? This is because we've been given new levels of consciousness available now, so that we can make these changes together. And anyone that's not on the path, are going to get walled on the path by the head. And it's just it it, it it's scary, it's scary to think like people just need to stop distracting themselves now, because the truth is getting on wilder, isn't it? you know just, we keep getting more triggers more triggers more triggers I'm like oh my god these triggers weren't even here last year where did these triggers come from
2: <laughs> how many tests do I need yeah yeah, yeah. oh you <laughs> joke it
0: I've had enough of it
2: <laughs> yeah it's
0: because everything's just being brought up but this is all happening so that we can move through it like little do we know all those triggers that were laying dormant with us are the reasons why we procrastinate? Are the reasons why we settle for less? Are the reasons why we have low self-worth? You know, Are the reasons why we have low moods? the reasons why we can suffer with confidence? Are the reasons why we have anxiety? And the only way to get rid of all that shit is to face what these triggers are telling us. But how can we face the triggers if we're not being triggered? How can we face the triggers if we're not conscious enough to be triggered? If we're not conscious enough to have that awareness of the trigger? So as the consciousness is rising, the triggers are just going... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, shit, I, mean, I need to start to applaud about this because I just know what is going on right now. Everyone's getting, like, so many triggers and t- so, so much triggered. Now, imagine when that, when that rises again. We're getting a chance now to work through these triggers, to see them, to deal with them. Imagine people who are living unconsciously. When that consciousness hits, and the world just becomes a full-blown mirror. How uncomfortable that's going to be. There's a lot of depression coming. I need to get
2: to that jungle.
0: (laughs) 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 No, you don't. No, because you've been working through them. It'll be easier for you. Let me me explain. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. Right. See this, see this, Pachamama. Imagine, imagine there's like a a whale here and you step out of it and you step into another one and it changes. That's what Pachamama community is like. It's a transformational space. So a lot of people there are having a dark night to the soul. It's not a happy, high vibe, let's all dance place. It's not like that. It's a very, very intense, dark energy. Very. But it's very real. It's very authentic. And people can be, in whatever process they're in, open and vulnerably. It's not like, oh, I'm going to hide this or hide that. You know, it's, it's very, very open so you can imagine how that feels in that energy now I went there and thought oh I'm going to have another dark night at the film here, because that's what I was thinking like oh, I'm going to go to this jungle and it's just going to be like and that never happened the whole place was a mirror the whole place was a mirror and I felt a lot of acknowledgement I was happy with what I was seeing in the mirror I had one major trigger when I first got there and that was when I first arrived and I was in a fear vibration which was difficult And I had a lot of fears throughout it, but not triggers. So it gave me everything I needed for me. So so I could move through my fears and grow. But see that, that, that's basically my experience in the jungle will be like our experience in this new world. Same, same, because we've done the work. So when it hits, you'll be like that and everyone else will be like, but you won't, because you've already been doing it. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it's people who are living unconsciously that are going to feel like that. And that that's how I thought I was going to feel when I went to Fatima, and it wasn't. I was like, okay. A lot of fears, you know, like bugs and all that, you know, ceremonies and all, all, all new experiences, but I was able to, like, gather myself quicker and it made me stop and look at myself and go, oh, my God, like... Thankful you've got these tools thank for you've been doing that work because you wouldn't last of five minutes here mm-hmm. so yeah don't be
3: scared first, it.
1: it's a good yeah it's a good time for you now. what did you say ma'am just saying them first two weeks when, you know like d- listening to your diaries in that you you put on online it was like those first two weeks is things like you know you your toothbrush go moldy and you and it's like that, like, that really kind of, it, it really hit me kind of that it, you know, it wasn't like a happy clappy, you know, let's all, you know, it's like just even to almost felt to survive, it was difficult for you, or yeah, difficult it was. for anyone who was living in, in that space. Yeah, it was. It, um, was. it, it, it was. a real yeah. test. Yeah, it was. It takes you out of your
0: body. So, like, makes you lose, like, your identity, sort of. Yeah. So, like, no matter who you think you are, yeah you're not anyone, you're not. Yeah, because... Your bed's wet, there was yeah. mould in the room. You know, it was, makes you, like, really have a word with yourself. And then as soon as you see yourself thinking, I'm not, and then you think, oh, is that your, you go. Sit down and close the door, you're staying there. Hmm. And it was chances to work, do things like that, you know. It was... Um, the the mould for me was one thing that I, that I couldn't deal with because it was healthy like ingesting in the mold but i can see like what happens there is if something's wrong and you say something it's sort of the response is what what's that teaching there that's the response Mm -hmm. and very good response by the way because if something's Mm -hmm. triggering us it's definitely about us you know Mm -hmm. it is it's just if it's a business and you'd expect you're paying them a certain amount of money and you want a certain thing it's like me having no lives on for like three months and then you go what's going on like and me going what's that teaching you it's not acceptable you know what I mean yeah it's not acceptable like like we can't use spirituality in that sense
1: it's not there you know what I mean yeah it's not when it's like basic is it you know it's not yeah
0: yeah Yeah. but it was a phenomenal experience Mm. um and I think it'd be a great place for someone to go for two weeks a month it would be a, a definitely good experience. It just wasn't somewhere for me to live. I'm more in like um I'm, I'm very balanced within my mm-hmm. energies now. Pachamama is being it's feminine. That's what it is. Whereas mm-hmm. at home for me was masculine doing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm here. And this is where I am. This is this is my center now like we need these both aspects don't we to be able to move forward and I think when I found my feminine last year year before last I stayed there for about six months and and I, I didn't come out of it because I finally felt like what I felt like to be and I've never known that I've been in survival mode. I haven't stopped doing it my whole life it's always been running 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 and um I think um, I'm just glad that I got to have that experience a few years ago before I came here i so just been like ah <laughs> probably never would have come out. <laughs> yeah it's um but yeah it's it's definitely an experience and not a not like a, a good one i don't know how to have to say that like like what you were saying Mo, like a challenging one but it makes you grow yeah hmm. so i will
1: it sorry Go on, so on Helen. No, go on. Just gonna um say you know the naturally Elizabeth. So oh, yeah. What's happening with that now? Oh,
0: everything. So I'm just like doing that every day. <laughs> like am I gonna do anything else now? <laughs> so I'm just trying to create things that are good for me and learn and nurture my body. That's like the next step for me. Like, if we think of ourselves in the, in the five of emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, and then, oh God, didn't you know what I said then mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. And look at them five aspects. It's like we need to be able to knock on all them to be free. And for me, I've always ordered food in. Or I've always went out and eaten, or I've always been around people who love to cook, and I can cook. I actually enjoy cooking, but it, for me, I had that mentality of I haven't got time. I was stuck in like a survival mode. i have what time? I'm what time? What time? Left. Like just order it or give me it. Up. Like that, That's the way I was. Um. So now I'm I'm taking this time to catch up on that, and then. Um, blame myself out and nourish myself but really the healthiest way possible like I can cook, you know we can all cook but I want to know what all these things are why are they good, what do they do and that, that's what Elizabeth is
1: the yucca fries fascinates me because I don't know what it is but <laughs> I'm thinking can amazing. I do that with sweet potato <laughs> yeah I was looking for yucca in
2: Tesco before oh good luck with that I put in
0: the caption. I thought you can use anything you want because I thought everyone's gonna go, I'm gone, you need to get us some over there Yeah, I don't have yeah, to. Suddenly know there'll be is. an influx
1: of people going into Tesco and I to yeah. go, you got any more pets? <laughs> yeah. It was like you could to Yeah, yeah. But
0: um I'm enjoying it and I'm blessed enough to um to have some money here as
1: well. Which has just been incredible yeah
0: Liz you know that book that you were reading the other day
5: that I commented on it on your Instagram can you remember do you know what it was called? Let Go
0: by um oh my god Dr David Hawkins
5: Yeah. Thank you. Because it just read yeah. like that shadow page was just exactly what happened like in my combo sitch with Kev. Oh yeah. And it was like it was the most unreal experience because like what you were saying before, like you just went and was just like just let go because I know that I've been like holding back loads of different parts. Um and before like a few days I went to Reiki before it retash and I had like a a weird experience with me and a child with her as well, um, which was obviously, like, dead overwhelming. So I come home and had to, like, put the work into that to find out what she was trying to lead me to. And it was obviously, like, dead emotional and stuff like that. So I thought that that's what I was going to end up taking from the cambo yeah. as well. um, But when I went in there, it was just, like, completely different. Where you said, like, you felt like your soul went. Well, yeah. I did... I did actually like faint on Kev because I felt like well I described it as someone was coming to get me when he brought me back into the room um and he was like what do you mean someone's come to get you like describe it to me and I was like she looked like the grim reaper she was the grim reaper she was coming Mm -hmm. to get me and he was like why do you keep oh my god um and he was like why do you keep calling a she did you know it was a girl did you know it was a boy did you see a face and he was asking all these questions and I was like no but I was shaking like petrified
0: oh, wow. and um,
5: and then so he had to like put new spots on me for the combo because I'd wipe them off like Jordan like the faint and stuff and I was petrified going back into it and I feel like I held back loads but still got out what I was supposed it's to get crazy, out.
0: It's crazy, isn't it? Because it's not even hallucinated. What's the word? hallucinogenic Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Like, Canberra's not even hallucinogenic, is it? It's like... No.
5: It was... It's, it's like, a page,
0: like, isn't it? Yeah.
5: And, like, I set... And, we set the intention at the beginning, was why aren't I, wanna, like, as confident as other people see me? Why don't I feel that myself? And, um, and things like that. So then... Obviously, when this person come to get me, I was like absolutely petrified. So I was scared to like go back into it, but we yeah. did and we done it. I've done the page and it was like very Ooh. deep and hard. Um, but then at the end of it, it took me into a guided meditation because it was straight after the combo. I went dead deep into the meditation. Um, and he he fronted me with this person that looked like the grim reaper to me <laughs> i thought she yeah. was coming to kill me um and when we'd done the work he was like ask her who it is tell her to pull the hood down and it was literally just a mirror of myself in exactly the same clothes i was in in there with him just with a black cloak on and i was like but what why am i doing that to myself why am i doing shadow that yeah
0: <laughs> <Carla. laughs>
5: <laughs> so she was then just like, "I want to be seen, and I want you to show me." And I was just like, "Kev, I don't know what she's talking about," but I was in like a <laughs> world because you, you I was I be in like, the a, like hypnosis, wouldn't
0: you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Think.
5: And and he was going, "Carla, just calm down, just speak to her, speak to her like you do speaking in a child." And then as soon yeah, as yeah. he said "in a child," it was like she just like was like, "I want to be seen." And he was like, she's fighting with your inner child because you're giving her so much attention. You've backed your ego and your shadow right to the back that now she's like, no, give me some awareness because you're hiding me, di- you're digging me deeper and deeper. Yeah. And then that's exactly what he said to me was it's shadow time, Colin. And I was like, well, what on earth does this <laughs> mean?
0: Joe, <laughs> you know Just thank God that it came to you now and you're doing your shadow work now because I'm telling you what. She's shortly. scary, she's and she's it's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah,
5: she's um, yeah, she's meat a little bit right now. But yeah, I don't
0: just well, like, <laughs> the, the the quickest way is acceptance. Yeah, and forgiveness.
1: Yeah,
3: like,
1: we only we only I'm know.
0: Just... Yeah, we only know what we what we know based on what we know. So we have to forgive ourselves for what we didn't know now that we know it, and it's yeah. okay everything that's happened is okay what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing things aspects of yourself that you wasn't aware of before things you've done but never even meant nothing to you before little things like did i because like, you're starting to learn and educate yourself you're Starting, you're going to yeah. start knowing what control is you're going to start knowing what manipulation is you're going to start knowing about a child you're going to start knowing about blame you know did i blame them for that that's all uncomfortable to sit with very uncomfortable to sit with. it's just practice and acceptance and forgiveness. It's the quickest way to move through your shadow. People battle right. with it. Thank battle you. For with it. For years, like though. I'm like, just go. You know what? I'm, just, I'm sorry I didn't know and I didn't know it. Um, I'm doing better now. And go <laughs> and everybody else. But people traumatise themselves for years and like, get out of that stage now. Come on. It was the quicker yeah. we move through these shadows like that's where it's at i'm telling you now
5: yeah i did about it but i wasn't expecting it to come that quick because i'm I glad feel she like...
0: asked because it's a good sign it's a good sign that you that you that you're working on your shadows it is because yeah. soon people are going to have a choice and it's going to be very uncomfortable yeah,
5: I just got me and a child to a place where I'm like, yes, I've accepted. She's accepted yes. me. We're, we're friends. Yes. We're in the house we're together. We're having fun. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, it's the shadows. Just knock me right off my feet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> sign though Yeah. You should be proud of yourself all the way. You know? Thank you. And um, it feels like a few years, you know, and you sometimes you can't even feel rewards. Like instantly, until you see you change your behaviour and your reactions, Like many people will say, on a, yeah," like different changes in the actions that we've had. But you see, you really do see the massive difference when you put yourself in a new environment. Yeah, when you put yourself perfect. in a new environment, you. hmm. You're welcome. Helen, congratulations on your house move. You know me.
4: <laughs> You're right. The battery's going to go to...
0: Okay. God knows where
4: the God knows where the charger is, or the plug socket, or or anything. But
0: <laughs> Lays, got I've, I've, I've got a plate, I've plate? and forks, just
4: about. Um, <laughs> I've, I've absolutely loved tonight. By the way, I've listened to absolutely everything. I'm going to go back and um, listen to the seasons again because yeah. it's funny. It's funny, isn't it? What she said about the season where that like that I'm in now where you go, right, what am I doing? And it's a massive wow, period of tra- Yeah, was it? Mm. Wait, I have to go back as a screenshot of that. that yeah, wow Something about the big change. And if you don't yeah, do yeah. it, or you question everything, don't you? Mm.
0: And it's yeah, funny, and isn't it? Yeah, I think mm. there's three workshops in your membership that will be helpful from what we've discussed tonight. Fear to flow, inner child, and feminine and masculine energy. So if you look at those three, I think I think one of them's in inner growth, and I think the other two are in. I think they're all might be in inner growth actually. So you're all going on and looking at the different things in the membership, aren't you? Like the boxes. Yeah. cool, You know, that's all on there. Everything's I, there.
4: I think I'm going to do the masculine, feminine one, and the theatre flow because I know I've brought everything to this point. And you know where you say, like, like it, it's t- it's a lot of work and it's ongoing and it's absolutely yeah. challenging. The kids it have only started the new school today. Like, you wouldn't even believe. Like, I feel like I need to write a bloody breathe. memoir on, like, yeah. and yet, yeah, and breathe. And when do you get the chance to do that when you can't even get the washing machine working and, and you're drying mm-hmm. shorts with a hair dryer because you need shorts for the school the next day? And obviously, the thing autistic has got, we, we're completely having to rethink the whole, like, routine and uh, just everything you wouldn't believe, and believe what's gone on this evening while I've been trying to go on this call <laughs> so I feel but at the same time so my work finishes this Friday I have no job after Friday oh wow and I know I've done that I know mm. I've done that he even made it back to me in my last one when he went yeah so because he wants me to do a piece of work but it's only like two days a week and it's probably in for a couple of months he went yes you can't start that till um, September can you because you said t- you're taking time off and he mirrored to me what I've been saying all the way along and then I'm like oh yeah I did didn't I <laughs> oh shit yeah. and, and actually my fear is the not doing
0: mm-hmm.
4: No, i I'd, I'd mm. always said it the scripts, the truth what I really want I want to spend some with my kids I want to be but now yeah. it's come, I'm like, shit.
0: So you getting in your feminine then?
4: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. It isn't that
0: so good. Like what she was I'm saying. I'm getting about anxiety the,
4: thinking about yeah, it Yeah,
0: she was saying about like the the, the, the father wound. Um it's mm. that like that's where it heals through the the that that phase. And it, it's yeah. through feminine energy, through being. And yeah. when, when when we say creation, it could be creation as in Creating a a bedroom, for your daughter, your son. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's just creation, as in yeah, yeah. I do yeah. I
4: do feel like loads of other stuff that we've done on the course is massively going to help because I know that these like self limiting, you know, beliefs or these things that mm-hmm. you have in your head, and making me go back, making me consider usual habits. Like
0: yeah.
4: for example, money. Thinking to mm-hmm. myself, no, you have to work because you need to do x y and z do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and actually using some of the stuff on the course next week while I've got like a couple of days with the kids still in school one of my big tasks is to go I don't want to over plan stuff but I know that I sort of need the structure of
0: mm-hmm.
4: what I'm doing de- to feel okay with it to get over that, yeah, yeah like fear of it I have that though you I'm, know I'm, when I'm in my being yeah yeah I
0: have that even too. planning the being do you
4: know? <laughs> yeah no I, I think, do that. yeah and also because um I'm just gonna name it you know I do think we get to six weeks holidays and you're like shit I've got to look after these kids now for all this time I know it sounds awful but I, I'm that's what it feels like when you know you I'm no nope, and it's challenging it will probably send me over so how am I gonna give me kids a bit of a structure where we do have fun and we we do be and and but then they get the chill time and I get the chill time and so it goes mm. So, we're yeah. not, so i So I don't slip into the um yeah do you know yeah so i want to do all that there's um basically.
0: there's another thing um in awakening parenting section and um, it's um about structuring with the kids and using like multi-colors and different colored circles and that that might be helpful
4: mm, yeah so that's my challenge coming up but yeah i've loved yes. um, hearing your tribal experience as well there's like Oh, I don't you. think you mentioned, wh- where did you go? Do you know where you went when you went out of your body?
0: Yeah, but I'm not ready to share it just yet.
4: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm still digesting and it. it, and it's probably only a few words, but yeah. the, the experience was so big. So it's, oh, it's something that, um it was, um, yeah, it was
4: spectacular. I'm so, gl- I'm so glad that you did it, you know, it sounds...
0: So am I so am do you, do you, I you feel if, to, do you
4: go on you wouldn't have been able to what sorry I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't have been able to live with myself ever because I knew I was resisting it I, I, if I'm resisting something I have to do I'm, yeah. I'm, not a piece, I'm not a piece of myself
4: yeah yeah and do you feel different do you feel I can't really or that you just know more or like I don't know
0: I don't I don't know I think I was very much in like a flow vibe at home before I left yeah. I was very much like in that space. So mm. I felt, I feel like when I came here, it hasn't been a massive shift. The shift's been like the environment and the books and mold, yeah. and you know what I mean? But I think um, it's uh, my eyes are definitely a, a lot more open, and I'm definitely coming into my next phase of my truth. You know, the 60 second videos I used to do every day on Instagram. Yeah. And I booked to come here, and I stopped doing the videos because uh, I had a call, and that there's a deeper level of truth. And I didn't know what that meant because I've always said I'm in the truth, but there's a deeper level of truth. So I think them videos are coming back, but I think I think this is where we'll see the changes. down. because I've, my intention here was to align me with the truth. Yeah. So I think that the videos will probably be more, more in more in more intense, more more conscious, more. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And do you feel settled mm-hmm. where you are?
4: Are you staying like where you are? Nah, yeah, For a bit.
0: yeah, I love it. I probably missed um, that because
4: I've not really been on Instagram. I've not really seen yeah.
0: like what. Yeah, I love it here. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah. I mean, the lady who runs the project of like the other houses and stuff. That's yeah, here. She's on one side and I'm on the other. And oh my god, I love Ashley uh,
2: And I'm working too. on me.
0: I'm working on me feminine And she's working on a masculine. So um, she was like, "Do you want to swap codes? I was like, yeah, what's yeah. what birds. <laughs> so she's, she used to live, she, she lives in Pachamama for years. So she's smart, yeah, she's, in, she's 49. She's an international teacher. So she's taught so in all different countries, kids. So we've got loads. we be, being it's like a divine alignment, to be honest. Yeah. So just like yeah. she's in my kitchen, I'm in ears. What do we have for our tea? It's nice that I've got that space with myself, but I've got a friend as well and, and yeah, safety and yeah.
4: Oh so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, well, I have love tonight. It's not, it's, and it's nice to speak to a few friendly faces as well and hear from yeah, you when you're going like all this change and, and newness, isn't it? I only yeah. literally I only literally walked like out the house down by the water. It, it's like, oh my god, this I can't believe this is bi waves. And I wouldn't have even known because I've just been in chaos <laughs> since I got yeah. here. Yeah. You're, you know, when you just get a chance, I'm like, I'm going to drop a parcel off not really. Yeah.
0: to like <sighs> breathe be. Oh, yeah. be and breathe <laughs> yeah if, ever, if you want everyone to live in safety then this is a non-negotiable breathing time, goodbye
4: <laughs> mm. oh amazing
0: yeah thank you thank All you, right, and congratulations Helen okay then, gang. well um, I've loved catching up with everyone tonight, I'm always here um, something's abrupting, not sure what it is it's coming um, yeah and I'm excited I'm excited for the shift that we're all going through right now better times um, does anyone want to share anything or ask anything before we go
2: can I just ask Liz I'm yeah. running a okay. holiday club I think that was I don't, okay, don't know what okay. to agree. Um, like from like next week and I'm just I'm really struggling with like like me like, because I've always like, worked for myself and stuff and I'm going back into that routine of someone being above me do you know what I mean and, and tell me what to do kind of thing and although I'm in charge of the holiday club, I'm quite anxious, like, of... Anxious of what? The holiday club or a boss? Yes. Yeah. I think it's a bit of both, you know, a bit of everything, really. I think it's a bit... I think I'm going into, like, a fearful environment because it's a new thing for me for to be, like, to be under someone kind of thing when I, when I work myself for so long. But also with the fact I've got to run a holiday club as well. I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Just think of the, the person that you're working with, you're a team. So there's no hierarchy,
0: there's no one yeah. above, there's no one below. We're all side by side. And oh, we're right. all here to do a job on earth to make this place a better place for us. Mm-hmm. So d- think of them per- think of that person as your teammate. They're yeah. not gonna they're not they d- they're not gonna like, you know, can't explain it. I'm I'm in fairyland. Tried to get back, today couldn't get back. <laughs> so see, like you know what I mean. They're like, you're a yeah, like so don't, like don't be afraid. You're there to help each other, and
1: um, that's what and I went
0: to
2: ours. The- and I feel like the girl who who ran it, she was, she's very much like, this, is how I like it, this, is how I like it, this, is how I like it. And then that, that sort of put me in like, wow, well, like, I because I am that sort of person who sort of sees everyone as the same person. But I think yeah. this girl who was sort of showing me around, she's like, I'm the, old, I was the old manager of here and yeah this, how I like it and this and this and this and I was thinking but then I sort of reflected, yeah, well, and
0: that's yeah the, re- the reflection of that is that she's she's in a truth yeah she's, she's, she, with me. she's yeah she's got boundaries and she's mm-hmm. assertive so ask yourself what 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 does that ignite in you what makes you feel uncomfortable about that and a lot of that is we've got some of our own truth suppressed yeah I've had that I've had that one it's a big one and I'm like oh, the and then I'm like and she's actually quite awesome, madass. That's what I need to. Do. <laughs> do you know I mean? No, definitely. definitely. So, yeah, everyone's teaching us all the time, every day. Everyone's teaching us stuff. Thank you. Yeah, but um, the garden, the, the holiday club, you've got it, isn't it. It's just joy, isn't it? Just think, joy. This is. I'm not working. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have fun, and she's my mate. She's my mate, and I'm here to have fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, good
0: luck. Not that you'll need it. Exciting. Okay then gang. Well, um I will see you all soon. Thank you for tonight. Nice. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Liz. Bye. Thanks, Liz. Bye. Thanks,